0: Welcome to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast for Contractors. Get actionable advice and tactics on how to grow your home service company, plus interviews with industry experts dropping value bombs in, marketing, sales, and operations. And now, let's power up your home service biz with your host, Mark Ambrose of Battle Plan Marketing. All right. Hello, home service pros, and welcome to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast, episode number six. six. Today, we're going to talk about how a company can have a lot of four-plus star customer reviews, yet still be losing a ton of sales and referrals from those very same people. And we're going to use a real-world example to show exactly how that happens, which also offers a few other insights along the way. So last week, on the real-world example, I had the entire interior of our home painted as we prepared to sell the house. And I also had the garage floor epoxied just before that, and the two jobs overlapped by one day. The first day, of course. First day of house painting, which took six days. And for us, it was like moving the house, most of the house, uh, twice, because nearly everything except the furniture had to be removed from each room on one side of the house uh, while they painted, and then shifted over to the other side of the house when they were ready for that part of the house. So every cell in our bodies is exhausted right now. But before the job started, I interviewed several companies, six companies, I believe, in total. Four of them came out to the house, give us a site evaluation and a price quote. Only companies with lots of great online reviews were invited, of course. In my online search, I was absolutely amazed at how many painting companies did not have a Google My Business listing inside of Google Maps. I was also amazed to see how many didn't have a website either. Crazy. So in a digital world where people are so mesmerized by their digital devices, they walk into fountains and even off of cliffs while hypnotized by these devices. These companies have only a Yelp listing. Really think about that. So I called some of those companies, too, and wasn't surprising at all that most of them were available right away to do the job, Right, which is not the case for most of the companies that had a strong online presence with Yelp a Google listing, and a website, most of those companies had a waiting list that we had to wait for from a few weeks to even several months out. So just as a factual note, Google had 271 million people in the U.S. use their search bar in 2020, according to Statista. Yelp had 31 million unique devices use their search in 2020, according to Yelp's own fact sheet. So that's nearly nine times more people using Google than Yelp or nine out of 10 people use Google. One out of 10 uses Yelp. So as a business owner, do you think having a Google My Business listing and a website might help your company? Facetious question, of course. Okay, so that's just basic insight. Number one, of course, you need to be on there. Let's get back on track with my having great reviews or why having great reviews can still cost you a ton of business. So back to my choosing a painting company. It came down to two companies for me. There's several that came out to the house give a site evaluation and a quote. The two guys were both very, very likable. Both had a lot of experience and could talk their game. Both companies promised to do the work we wanted done, especially at some wall corners and a couple of the windowsills that needed like mud repairs, sanding, texture, painting, all that jazz. There were some price negotiations went on, of course, and in the end, I selected one company over the other because they had about 60 more reviews. They had a bigger crew. The price was a little bit better. The owner was willing to move on price a little more than the other guy. And finally, when the date approached, they called to confirm the schedule. The day of, the, the crew set up their staging area in the driveway. They went to work. Foreman was a great guy. We got along really well. And he and his team were super responsive to everything we asked for. The whole team was respectful of our home. They worked quietly without blasting music or talking loudly to each other. They just went to work. Three guys started out doing the prep work. And by the end, they had five working at the end of the job. They finished late afternoon this past Saturday here. And the owner showed up at the end to help his crew clean up for the last couple hours or so. When they were done, he spoke with us and of course thanked us for trusting his team. We thanked him for doing a great job and his team. We gave him a check for the job. He signed the invoices paid and told us how happy clients are his best marketing tool. And he'd be grateful if we took some photos and placed them online with a nice review. Really nice guy, presented it really well, did a good marketing job there. We told him the work looked great, their team was respectful of our property, they were quiet while they worked, everybody was extremely personable, and the price was good, so we agreed we'd write a review in the next few days here, take some photos and upload them. And off they went, and we began to move things back to where they were to get our home back. And that's when we started noticing a few things that our previous little solo inspections didn't catch. So in one bathtub and one bathroom, there was a bunch of wall debris and crumpled up painter's tape, a little bit of paint on it and stuff. Nothing big, just a little dirt, kind of debris all over the bathtub and the floor of that particular little guest bathroom. Then we noticed some of the electrical outlet and switch cover plates had old paint on them, not from their painting, from our really bad painting in previous years. So some of those outlet covers were Colored had you know little smidges of colored paint on them because what now was Swiss coffee white, which is an ugly ass color by the way. Throughout our entire house had once been rooms of sage green, earth and tan. The kitchen even had like a strong bold blue behind the countertop. Right, so those were our old colors, and now we have Swiss coffee white everywhere, with white white ceilings and white doors white everywhere. It's craziness. Living color, people. Anyway, so those old cover plates, some of them had edges stained in our old blue, green, and tan paint. And I guess they took them off and they probably put them in a box. And then when they were done, they started putting those things on. Doesn't matter where they go, right? They just fill out a two outlet or single switch, etc. But now we're looking around and the cover plates, some of them are tainted in blue and green and tan. And they started to stand out like a of thumb to us. So instead of pointing this out to us from the contractor's standpoint and offering us several options, right? Maybe we go buy them. Maybe he buys them. Maybe they install them for us. Instead of that, they just silently put them on, right? And it was obvious <laughs> they probably shouldn't have done that or they should have brought her to our attention. So it wasn't part of their job. I'm not saying that. And I'm not even saying it was their fault. What I'm saying is that they had an opportunity before them and they missed it. They didn't take it. They had an opportunity to not only inform us, but to show us and to offer to either, I don't know, clean them, replace them for additional sales or at a no cost added value. Yet again, opportunity knocked and they missed it. So where are the opportunities that come up in your day? And are you taking advantage of them? So they also let this small, I don't know how much these plates are. I'm gonna guess they're like a buck a piece maybe. So this tiny little inexpensive, insignificant thing that they had control of, by the way, they had them in a box, they didn't have to put them back on, right? So they, they did have control over this little thing, even though it was a factor outside their job. But it had direct influence over the perceived outcome of their work. So this tiny outside factor, homeowner can't pay for crap, painted all the stupid light switches, and now they're gonna put them back on. Bad move, right? Take the opportunity before you to bring up and have a conversation with the homeowner and find the best and acceptable solution. And of course, if that's a bigger thing and the scope of the job just changed, you know, get a change order and get it signed, get everybody agreeing. This was a tiny insignificant thing that they let affect the perception of their job. That's my point there. Okay. So at the end, the owner also lost an opportunity, had an opportunity to provide a little bit better service by doing a final inspection walkthrough with us, right? Before getting paid. So we did our own inspections throughout the day, the last day, lots of them, right? You missed this, this, that, the other thing. We took a little orange tape, went around here, this spot, that spot and then went back around several times to make sure it all got done. But that owner missed out on the opportunity to go through a final inspection with us to make us feel even more comfortable that everything was done, or maybe we didn't see something, he sees it, fresh eyeballs, all that good stuff. So neither him nor the foreman offered a final inspection, and you shouldn't be leaving that up to the homeowner to instigate, right? So there's another value-added Tiny little service and opportunity lost and not taken. So it doesn't stop there. <laughs> so later that evening, we went outside to sweep up anything left behind. And we found I found all kinds of just a ton of paint chips and paint drops, some paint drops, lots of paint chips scattered all around the driveway and into a couple of planter areas. There were even a few like golf ball sized chunks of white chalk. That were in the grass, which I thought were weird. And then, unfortunately, on the driveway, there was a giant faded white stain, like three feet by two feet, smack in the center of the driveway. And there was another little chunks of whiteness out in the street. So, we took some photos of that, and then I got to work, and I swept up what if we could, and we used the uh, garden hose to blast away everything else that we could, but that's not a pressure washer, even though I hold it down against the concrete, make it make it like a pressure washer. But the two spots the big spots remained some smaller ones also remained, so I took some photos of what was still there, and then I texted him over to the owner and called him several minutes later well, right away he said. It looked like the stains might be from the epoxy, but he would send a guy over Monday with a pressure washer. So insight number two, never blame anyone else for anything until you have solid proof and just cause, right? So... I actually helped the epoxy guy myself, and I helped him because he wanted on his website. I helped him take photos of his entire process, and he mixed the epoxy actually inside the uh, garage. So blaming another vendor or another contractor, was just terrible practice right there. Insight number three is if a client calls and is unhappy with the cleanup job, take responsibility, right? Of course, apologize and get a crew out ASAP. So he tried to do that, but he laid blame. He deflected blame. He saw the pictures, but he didn't see. It. And it was clearly white, whereas the epoxy was a, uh, like a cream color. Inside number fours, and this is probably a very big one for both homeowners and contractors alike. I will from now on as a homeowner. And if I ever did some contracting work, I would do this as well. But as a homeowner, I can tell you, I will be forever now taking before. Photographs of the job site, the driveway, the parking areas outside in the street, even before the job starts. If you're the contractor, you should do the same. Take before photos of, again, the job site, the parking, the staging areas. So you have proof of the condition before the work started. Advice to homeowners and contractors. So on Monday morning, that Monday morning, their foreman, who I got along very well with, showed up a little 10 minutes to 8 in the morning, power washed the driveway clean. He also got the walkway. We have a flagstone walkway going up to the front door. He got all the paint off of there. He did chip a little bit of the flagstone, but flagstone and power washing don't go together very well. So he did a good job. We were happy with the end result. He went the extra mile and gently washed off the uh, garage door and even the front walls of the house and the eaves underneath. So that went a little bit above and beyond. He didn't bring up the epoxy at all. And it looked like the stains were gone. That was just this morning, actually. And all is good. But is it? Is all good? I don't think so. So the team did their job. In fact, they did really good work inside the house. The price was good. And they were really nice guys. Very nice guys. And that's where they get their four-star reviews from. They were also proactive in asking for reviews, which is good, which is great. And it's why it has a definite effect on why they have more reviews than their competitors. But they let a very small, inexpensive outside factor like the outlet covers influence the perceived results of their work. Then they committed the most common and worst of all home services sin is they left the job without 100% perfect cleanup. They made two very, very tired homeowners clean up a mess that they should have cleaned, which is the number one problem in the home services business. I'm, I'm sure I'm not telling you anything new, but I am giving you the homeowner's perspective here, right? We were not happy campers. This is a reverse of timeframes here, but in next week's podcast episode, I interviewed Brooks Pettis, the chief operating officer of House Call Pro. And it was actually recorded last week during that painting process. I gave those guys some lunch money. I asked them to take off while I had my interview with Brooks. So in that interview, Brooks made a very insightful comment that I'm going to share. So he said something like, at the end of the day, most customers don't know how, how something works or how great a job you did on it. What they do know is that it either works or it doesn't. And what they'll judge you by most is, did you get the job done? Did you show up on time? Did you finish on time? How nice were you? How respectful of your property were you? Did you clean up really, really well before you left? So it looks like you were never even there. And in general, do you seem like a trustworthy person because they're putting their home into your hands? So all Of these things matter, not just how good you are at your trade. It's the little things that make you great. Those little things say that you care about their home and will treat it like your own, right? So, in the end of this story, the garage floor guy, remember at the very beginning, they were both working. He comes back to me and asks me, Hey, Mark, what do you think about those guys, the painting company? Should he use them? or recommend them to his customers. And I told him flat out that I would not recommend them. They could potentially hurt his reputation. And that I also won't be hiring the same company to refinish our kitchen cabinets. We're just going to put a layer of paint on them. So they lost at least two jobs right there and had the garage door guy taking them on. It would have led to many more than two. So here's my point also is that I might leave an okay online review. I'm kind of conflicted right now in my head, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do because the team was nice and they did their job mostly very well, but it really doesn't tell the whole story. And any star rating I leave would not also show that I would decline unless I left a one star and they're deserving of much more than that. But I would decline to recommend or use them again the night of cleaning a bathroom and washing my driveway and entryway out, and there's still paint chips out in the planters out there actually, was enough to make me look elsewhere. So they're still losing business even though they're getting four-star ratings from customers. They're losing repeat business and referrals from customers who very much like the people but not the total performance. Some of the ratings reflect the people more than the performance. Not all of them. Not saying they do this everywhere, but it is those little things that matter most. And cleanup is one of the most important little things that matter. So remember, it's the little things that make you great. And greatness creates extreme happiness, repeat business and referrals. All right. I hope that helps some of you. Thanks for sharing your time and attention with us today. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button to help the algorithm find us. Subscribe to the channel. Hit your notification bell so you'll get notified of future episodes. Feel free to share this episode on your social channels. Good luck out there and create a great day. Thanks for listening to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast. To power up your home service business, for show notes, visit battleplanmarketing slash podcast. If you enjoyed our show, please share it on social. Until next time.